What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 15 of today's news tonight. That's crazy. I lost count. But uh, I'm back from my honeymoon, and I'm glad to be your host this evening. I'm joined, as always, by my co-founders, Derek Bittner and Ash Paulson, and our very special guest, Andy, from A Plus Start, which is host of the incredibly compelling show, Son of a Glitch, which is what I thought the channel name was until tonight. Uh, how you doing, Andy? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You did that really well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm doing really good. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, guys. I'm. I'm looking forward to what we're gonna discuss. Yeah, we got some good news on the docket uh, tonight. It's. It's been a busy weekend. Apparently, it's. It's crazy. It what yeah. was going on? A busy weekend um, where I had to be disconnected from the internet. <laughs> like, yeah, so, I mean, right. I wasn't. To be honest, I really wasn't paying attention. I. I the weekend was kind of a haze for me. I don't know exactly what I did, but I do know I, I want to address something because when we had the nominations for Game of the Year from the Game Awards, of course, Hades was one of them, and none of us had actually played Hades at, at that point, and we had kind of almost written it off because indie games, like, eh, we don't really know. Like, is it really that good? I think, um, Steve, you mentioned perhaps a recency bias in there. Uh, as a potential reason it got in there. Oh, yeah, I got roasted uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you kind of did. And to be honest, you kind of deserved it a little bit because Ooh. I I, I, stream, I streamed it this this weekend. Uh, the first three, I played for three hours. It's damn good. It's really yeah. damn good. Is nice. it your game of the year, though? It's up there. I don't think it Ooh. beats Final Fantasy VII Remake for me, but I've only played three hours. But that it has buttery smooth controls, constant new dialogue, a great sense of humor. Combat is again just great, and a good gameplay loop of you trying to just get a little bit further, uh, and having the game react to you, maybe not hitting it this time, and getting more lore and stuff out of that. And I I did that stream, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sold. This 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 makes sense to be game of the year. And since I have it on my Switch, you guys can actually try it out. So if you you know share codes, they share. Nice. Things yeah. and all that. So if oh, you guys wanted to check it yeah. out. I don't know nothing playing. about it. I don't know anything about this. Uh, the, oh, really? The you haven't tried I Hades saw it either. on the list and I was like, no, where? Who, who mentioned <laughs> it? Or what, what is it? I knew nothing. Nothing. Interesting. It, it's, did you know at least it's from Supergiant Games? Uh, yeah, they're, they're the ones that did Bastion, hey, right Transistor. Okay. Oh, Bastion. Yeah, I know Bastion. Yeah. 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 Okay. Same, same people. All right. And I it's, keep hearing it's, really good things. It's a rogue light where you play the son of Hades trying to escape Hades. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And uh, if you die, you go back and you got to just do that. And you get different boons from different gods and that you can unlock different weapons. And it's slowly building up your character, get stronger and get a little further each time. And each time you die, a little bit more story happens, like some character development or conversations. Mm. And oh. it's weirdly compelling. It's uh, I, I don't know. I, it's a lot of fun, but maybe that's just good first impressions talking. But it's it certainly stand out as far as indie games are concerned for for me. It is a great style to it. And I'm I'm curious if you guys get to try it out. Uh, yeah, what, you, what you'll think of it. It's it's definitely I been want on, to. It it's been high on my list of things to check out because as I mentioned on our Discord today, and we've mentioned in the past, we're going to be streaming the Game Awards. So we'll be mm-hmm. here, and I, I would feel really bad, like like we mentioned in a previous episode, I've played all the other Game of the Year nominees to completion, so I have to at <laughs> least try Hades. It'd be real messed up not to. Um, but I'm, I'm I do need to at least def- try it. I'm yeah. definitely mm-hmm. uh, interested based on your early impressions so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tried to hunker down this weekend and just make a ton of progress in Age of Calamity and uh, Melody of Memory, and I did. But not enough to where I can now move on from them and play Hades and Yakuza Seven. Like I just don't know where all the time is supposed to come from. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm getting further in Age of Calamity. I uh, mm-hmm. although Derek, you did. How dare you? You used your own account and interrupted. Hey, me. I need to still like, do three the different review. times this weekend. I still need to do the review. You're, where's your review? I know Melody of Memory, Ash. I'm trying. I'm trying to get through both. Trust me, man. I hear you. It's tough. I just want to make sure I'm done with Age of Calamity by the time we have that discussion because I want to talk about the story. But no, I am at least now up through – I'm like about halfway through Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance in Melbourne. Oh, you're almost at the end then. Yeah, so I'm I'm getting there. Then i got to play some online multiplayer and stuff, but uh, I'm getting Mm. there for sure. Nice. What what have you been playing, Andy? Well, I'm almost famous for saying, oh, I have never played that. 
Like, that's a catchphrase. Really? It's becoming a catchphrase. I've only just played Celeste for the first time. It's been out, oh, wow. what, three years? Oh, and I've only just game. played it for... Yeah, love it. Absolutely. It was. I'm finding a lot of these games that people won't shut up about, and I'm like, well, what, what's the big deal? And now I'm finding, yeah, there was kind of a big deal, actually. So I'm playing mm. through that. I want to get around to Hollow Knight. I've never played Shovel Knight. Play? I'm getting... What? You know, got wow. Wow. I know. This is what I mean. And... I, I'm just so I'm trying to get through older games, but then do, yeah. don't you guys feel like there's a lot of games that have just come out in the last month or so? Age of yes. Calamity, Miles Morales. I've managed to get through that entirely. Um, nice. What else has come out? Uh, you know, we're we're expecting Demon games Souls. like Cyberpunk. Yeah, D- Demon Souls. Demon I've Souls. Re- Souls. Kingdom. I've Arts. never played yeah. Demon Souls. I've never played it. Hey, mm. I never had either. I, I've, I've oh, okay. played a couple times. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm not a big uh, Soulsborne guy, so I haven't played Demon's... I, I played, like, a snippet of the original Demon's Souls, bounced off it pretty hard, but I can see why people love it so much, of course. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. I would say give the give the PS5 version a shot when you're able to get your hands on one, because I, I was the same yeah. way. I tried Demon's Souls when it was, like, the new hot thing on PS3, and I didn't enjoy it at all. Like, I, I was just like, yeah, whatever, this isn't me. And, you know, I mean, benefit of reviewing the PS5 was Sony sent everything, and so I was like, oh, well, Demon's Souls, I'll try that. And I really enjoyed it this time. So nice. It, I, think I know it, you're like a you're a dodging savant, right, or a parrying. Savant. Yeah, <laughs> I, I somehow yeah. I somehow uh, became a parry god, and I don't yeah, know. I, <laughs> I mean, all right, <laughs> so I'll take it. But we've we've got news to jump into, and our chat yeah, there's is, a lot of news. has been talking about the news. So, uh, you know, breaking news for the first time ever on today's news tonight. We had a story come up as the show was beginning, uh, and we were ready. We were ready. We knew. So um, I'm going to throw throw up my Switch on the screen right now. Uh, I think we still have the fancy transition, maybe, if I didn't screw this up. And I screwed the it up. The age of script. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I've seen of this so far. I like what I've seen of this update so far. I've, I, I just barely updated do, it. Uh, my Switch do we have a list of what, exactly what's in the update yet? Uh, our chat has been helping us out with that. So let's okay. take a quick look here. There we go. There was an attempt. All right. So, um, yeah, if you're if you're watching, so I've got the Switch dashboard on screen right now. And ob- the first obvious thing is that there's the Switch online button down on the bottom row where there's all the other traditional stuff like the news, the eShop, uh, you know, photo album and stuff like that. I've been reading the chat and kind of getting getting features listed from them. Uh, but there's this Switch online hub, which... Again, I know you guys can't see my screen, but I'm showing it right now. And basically, you've got like home, online play, NES, and Super NES. So it is really interesting. Like, it looks like maybe you can launch uh, the NSO games from within this app, which is, which is um, yeah something something that I kind of posited early on. And you can. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, nice. I'm not going to start up any any games because then I'll start playing, and <laughs> <laughs> that will be the end. Um, yeah. But you can see your saved data cloud, and you can see like oh, special nice. offers and stuff. And there's even wow. an online play thing, so it is kind of nice in so far as you no longer have to dig through the eShop for all this stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which I really. I, I like. actually brought up Go Nintendo because they I I had a feeling they'd have like a list of what's going on. So, um. As you said, Switch Online was added to the home menu. Access to all uh, Nintendo Switch Online services uh, is there. A new feature that automatically downloads backed up save data was added to the Save Data Cloud. When using software with the same Nintendo account linked to multiple systems, save data backed up from one console will automatically be downloaded to your other systems. That's cool. Yeah, to use that this is feature, and, I dig it. Yeah, to use this, this feature, I love. Yeah, oh, it must ahead. be enabled Sorry. under system settings, data uh, system settings, data ma- management, save data cloud. Uh, save data would not be auto- downloaded automatically unless save data for that software exists on the console. The first time only users must download the save data manually. So once it's on there, you're good. Uh, you also have to use have switch online for that. New trending feature was added to the user page. Users can check out what software their friends are playing or have started playing recently. Information will not be displayed for friends who have their online status set to display no one. That's kind of usual. Uh, users can now transfer screenshots and videos from album to their smart devices. Users can wirelessly connect their smart device to the Nintendo Switch to transfer the screenshots and videos saved within their album. Um, you can ma- transfer a maximum of 10 screenshots and one video capture at once. There's also a new copy to computer option via USB connection that you can do now. 
Um, this is all also shockingly s- forward-thinking for Nintendo. I'm actually <laughs> really enjoying it. Users can now select what download to prioritize when there are multiple downloads in progress. Um, and wow. then 12 new user icons that commemorate the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers were added. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I would not be... So, it, it, I know you guys can't see my screen. I was testing the, the phone, transfer to phone thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so, you know what? Oh, really? you can, that's okay for Nintendo. Nintendo, when they well, do stuff like this... Up, Steve. Oh, yeah, I know. I, was, uh, I wasn't yeah. sure you guys could see my screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, no, I, I'm, I'm monitoring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the audience can see my screen for sure. Um, gotcha, but what yeah, was yeah. interesting is, like, you scan a QR code, right? And that QR mm-hmm. code basically uh, sets up, like, a local Wi-Fi network between your phone and the Switch. And then mm. it just throws up, like, the pictures in a web browser that's connected. Like, like oh. it's a very kind of janky implementation of... <laughs> of uh, Sharing, like why familiar. why not just why not just put those pictures like in the NSO app like so um a little bit of inside baseball here for y'all i was told about most of these features uh earlier today and i was i was positing how they worked i wasn't given details on how they worked i just knew that they were there and so i was like oh it must be you know it the obvious answer is you transfer it to the Nintendo Switch Online app, and then and then you grab them from your phone that way. That makes sense. Access to all your pictures. That's really cool. Nah, it's not that. It's way weirder than that. It's Nintendo weird. <laughs> of course. Um, oh, there's yeah. there's the new icons, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've got them up on screen here. So we've got the uh, Mario 35th. So we got Mario, Luigi, Peach, nice. Yoshi. No, no, no. Down, go further oh, down. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure those were there before. You're looking for the classic stuff. Oh, that's right. I like the classic stuff. Oh man, I love this one right here. And uh, this is Mario Two, isn't it? Nice. The radish. Or oh yeah, the radish is totally Mario Two. Yeah. Oh man, I dig. No, these. that's that's Mario One art. That's a regular mushroom. Oh, sorry. That's old school Mario One I'm, art. I'm talking yeah. like four to the right, so you can see like Mario. Oh, four, kind of that one, Mario Two. Yeah, yeah. Arm oh, yeah, cocked, yeah. A little bit behind. If he's holding yeah, a radish, it's Mario Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mario Two radish. We got Mario Three in the with the raccoon ears. We've got the Super Mario Brothers nice. Lost Levels like Famicom disc art, which is really dope. Gotta love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm gonna set my icon I, right now. <laughs> Charlie Bird is curious about the uh, bottom right one right now, which is the Mario hanging out in a pipe. Let me let me see. Sorry, I was. Uh, I got too wrapped up in setting my own icon. I really like it. Um, We've lost him, boys. Oh, here we go. So that is is Mario 35 art. Yeah. Or or 35th anniversary, not Super Mario Mm -hmm. 35 art. We all know what's going to happen to that. I mean, it's it's, it's kind (laughs) of close. Bye. That's that's like his uh, dating profile almost. (laughs) Right? Well, I mean, the princess really, really has pushed him to to his limits. You know, he's got to find a partner somewhere. So um, I... I always like the little inclusion of icons, but I'm always like baffled by the choices. I mean, these are these are the first ones where I'm like, yeah, makes sense, makes a lot of sense. But mm-hmm. I mean, is it really? Mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to be someone somebody wants. That oh yeah, as, as Rob yeah, Arman right. X puts out points out, no Xenoblade, no Fire Emblem, no DKC. Yeah, yeah. Z Patty, I'm not going to yeah, read which, your comment, yeah. but <laughs> I'm I'm also going to tell you I'm <laughs> laughing at it. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let me let me <laughs> see. It's really. <laughs> oh God, we've, oh, we've definitely lost Steve now. Okay, okay, we're back. We're not doing the post show yet. So, uh, yeah, Switch updates out. I think it's really neat. I, I as mm-hmm. far as Switch updates go, though, you know, it's just sure. just another update. But I I do like that the NSO stuff is now easier to find, and I love the idea right. of having a hub yeah. where I can launch the Nintendo Switch Online games. Because going mm-hmm. into the apps, like having Same. separate apps for it always felt cumbersome and useless. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I love, I also love, uh, I know I didn't mention this earlier, but they display them on a timeline by release date. So it's like, you can be Which like, really oh, 1994, like. I can see what that's came, you know, cool. what I have that came out then. Yeah. I think that's really yeah. cool. Um, Nintendo, where, where's the folders though? <laughs> yeah, where, I know. Where's the folders? And you know what would have been really nice to go along with this new f- way of uh, organizing Switch Online games? How about some new ones? Let's throw out some more. Yes, can yeah. we? Please? Switch yeah. One. Yeah. There's I also, so many missing. Yes. I, I think Nintendo consistently like 
underestimates how many games their user base purchases too because i looked at the screen for like they have a hub now for all your cloud saves and mine was a nightmare <laughs> it was like uh, i saw that games with saves oh in the God. cloud yeah. and i was yeah. like i i don't even want to think about this <laughs> like that this, needs just looking at this dedicated organization yeah, yeah. that oh, needs you, folders <laughs> <laughs> the the indie that trap that's that is the switch. Like there are so many indie games that you can easily pick up on the switch and just like have. Oh god, mm-hmm. there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. It would be nice if you could like as much as I love that you can launch all your NES and SNES games from this one hub. Now it would be nice if you didn't need to also have the apps. If you could just kind of delete those as well and just not even have them. But yeah, you know that makes mm-hmm. sense why you need to have them. It's just it's too bad that they that isn't truly all localized into one app now. It is, but it also isn't. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a weird. Um, I don't know if anybody else here. You, well, Ash, you use an iPhone. Derek, I think you yeah. do too. Yeah, I, I, I use do. an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, and like they they recently were like, oh hey, you can change app icons now, but you can only do it by making a shortcut to the app that then launches the app yeah. with it. Like, yeah, it's very cumbersome. Yeah, yeah. There's there's yeah. very weird. Yeah. Like, I I just wonder sometimes why software developers don't just go, okay, you know, like, I think it's like a fear of trashing your work and starting over. You know, like yeah, oh hey, right. this no, didn't I, work out. <laughs> I, yeah, sometimes I, I, I don't understand the decisions made behind the scenes to some things which seem so obvious to everybody else. And it makes me wonder, actually, how many people looked at this, like, realistically, before yeah. they said, yeah, okay, maybe we don't do that. Well, you know, one of the <laughs> you know, things I, I hear is a common refrain when questioning decisions like this is that definitely somebody brought this up and they were just shouted down. Like, yes, you know, it's like, yeah, we should mm. like Rob R Man X says, I wish there was one retro app. And I couldn't agree more. Like, just give me Yeah. Here's where all your old games live that you're subscribed to. Cool. I would that like would make that. a lot of sense. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I mean would like yeah. that. I personally like the idea that the NSO hub is not an app. It's a button in the UI that doesn't take yeah. up one of my eight or so tiles that Nintendo uses to display my recently played <laughs> games. I like that. And I yeah. would love it if all my subscription-based content lived there so that I wouldn't have, Mm -hmm. you know... Because sometimes I'll play, like, oh, I want to play a Super Famicom game and then an SNES game, and so that's two of my icons gone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but there's there's a whole lot you could do on the Switch OS, but I, I... You know, with all these rumors of a Switch Pro coming out next year, I keep wondering if they're, like, intentionally holding stuff back. Like, to take it back to smartphones and Apple, like, when Apple launched the iPhone 4S, they were like, oh, Siri's only available on this one, even though it's the same phone from last year. <laughs> like, mm. And and people yeah, quickly hacked, you know, the, the iPhone 4 to have Siri on it. But um, I wonder if Nintendo's like, we know people want folders, and l- they've got to have, like, a running list of their most requested features, because how could they not? And maybe there's mm-hmm. just some of them they're holding back because they're like, yeah, you know, we'll we'll launch a new Switch revision and we'll give people all this stuff, and that 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 might get some people to to double dip on the Switch Pro or whatever. Mm-hmm. I sometimes think with Nintendo, right. they 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 do so well with just in terms of sales, they just sell so much of whatever they put out that there's almost like a. A, a need to not bother and you know like recently we had uh the super mario 3d all-stars and a lot of minor complaints about you know just just little things uh one of the biggest egregious things was the the uh the main menu and how that was like very lackluster uh, mm-hmm. and they, people were bringing up things like well look you know one of the kirby collections had a way better kind of um an interface for for that kind of thing and mm-hmm. You kind of, my point is, you kind of feel like Nintendo is sometimes just doing the bare minimum because why do they need to? They're going to they're gonna sell a bunch anyway. And uh, I wish that was a, a, a thinking they didn't have. I wish they would be more considerate of or listen to what consumers actually want rather than, we did this. <laughs> you have it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, especially yeah, we did the bare cases, minimums. Yeah. Well, especially in this case where they've already done what their audience wants on previous yeah. platforms. Like the 3DS, they had folders and they had themes. Can we talk about themes? How are we yeah. almost four yes. years into the Switch's life cycle <laughs> and they, they still mm. tease us with basic white and basic black that suggests yeah. that there will be at least variants of white and black that aren't basic but also <laughs> other colors yeah and, and, like something. not only that like i thought it was the coolest thing back when they did the 3ds firmware update that allowed you to install like 10 or 8 different themes that would go on rotation yeah. every time you boot up your i want that on switch 
Give me a Breath of the Wild theme. Give me a Smash theme. Splatoon 2 theme. Like, why haven't they done this yet? It's And they could charge for them. They yeah. did charge for them. Yeah. They could do it again. <laughs> the the, th- the thing is, this subject comes up every time an update happens, and it's never yeah. addressed. You so. know what? I'm, yeah. It's so weird. I'm going to stick to my thinking on this, and it's that... You know, like uh, I, I believe, and it's it's hard because developers are so much more tight-lipped about working with Nintendo than with Sony or Microsoft. But I am willing to bet you that the reason we don't have anything fancier than basic black and basic white, which, by the way, should have just been called daytime mode and dark mode at this point. Um, totally, yes. yes. <laughs> it, it, it at least would have gone over better. But yeah. um, I think they're just reserving so much of the Switch's GPU overhead to keep mm-hmm. the OS and the games performant. Because, I mean, look at Smash on the 3DS. Like, if you didn't mm. have the new 3DS, the friggin' thing had Good to point. reboot and not load the OS just so you could play Smash. And yeah. I think that they're trying right. to avoid situations like that. Because there's also, like, even if you look at the PS5 and the Series X, like, there are times where you hit the guide button or the home button on those, and you wait a couple seconds before you get your menu. With the Switch, it's like every time instantaneous. Mm. And I will trade that for visual prettiness in the OS. That said, I still want my goddamn folders. But I I would trade at least, you know, visual flair for the OS being crazy responsive, which uh, kudos to Nintendo. I'm right there. Mm, Yeah, yeah. four, four years on, it still performs. Like, it gets me in and out of my games without fail, you know, in a consistently quick clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that's yeah. something I feel like a lot of people overlook with the Switch UI because I hear a lot of complaints about it, and it's certainly far from perfect. But taking screenshots and videos in Switch is so elegant compared to something like yep. PS4, where I don't even want to take screenshots because I'll press it, and then like five seconds later, the you know, like, little Whoa. side menu will come up. Like yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like so, I do have to like it, as, as imperfect yeah. as it is. I I do really love. I'm right there with you, Steve. Four years on, this thing is still the snappiest, most user friendly of the current generation consoles, in my opinion, in terms of the UI. I don't have a PS5 yet. I don't have an Xbox Series X, although I've heard that the Series X's interface is very similar to the Xbox One's, which I can't stand. So, yeah. yeah. You know, they did, They did though, um, ape kind of the Switch's, like, one touch for a screenshot, hold for a video clip. And I think Microsoft oh, yeah. has done better-ish about it, but it doesn't Ooh. give you that okay. kind of instantaneous feedback. Like, the PS5 also doesn't give you, like... Mm an instant sense of feedback if you customize it to kind of mimic the switch i don't know mm-hmm. either way mm-hmm. uh yep. yeah so nintendo pushed out an update it's cooler than their usual stability updates if you have a switch which <laughs> most of you probably do go go check it out uh let's go ahead and get our 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 actual first story up on the screen <laughs> I didn't botch the transition that time. So we're still on Switch stuff. Uh, This is a rumor coming from, uh, I want to say, Go Nintendo. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity uh, data miners have discovered uh, voice clips that point to possible playable character DLC. So uh, basically... I I don't know if we want to say who they are. Yeah, definitely. Definitely not going to say who they are. Um, But just if you've played it, you can probably suss out who you think might be playable. I'm I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I would not at all be surprised if this game got additional DLC. Oh, I will. We talked about it being... Have have you seen the original Hyrule Warriors? I think it got like four, three or four packs. And Fire Emblem Warriors. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and and here's the thing. It's also, we we covered this on a previous episode, the best-selling Warriors game ever. Right. Koei Tecmo loves DLC, but the only thing they love more than DLC is money. And <laughs> if, if they can somehow con... I'm, I'm sure they'll put in as many characters as Nintendo will allow them to. Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like yeah. it's, it's a matter of, of when, not if. I, I assumed that Age of Calamity would have DLC basically from its announcement. So... Just a matter of when, in my opinion. Yeah. My my truest hope for DLC is um, Breath of the Wild versions of existing characters, like 
characters we know about, but here's their design. Like, here's Breath of the Wild Tingle. Here's Breath of the Wild. I knew you were going to say Tingle. I don't think the world needs another version of Tingle, Derek. Can we get a Breath of the Wild version of anybody else, please? Here's the actual one I really want. Linkle. Linkle. Okay. I'm down with Breath of the Wild Linkle. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. You know, I'm with you, Derek. I was thinking that I want uh, some of the ones that were kind of hinted at in Breath of the Wild costumes. Like, give me Breath of the Wild Skull Kid. Give me Breath of the oh, Wild yeah. Ocarina cool. of Time Ganon. Like, those yes, <laughs> those would be so cool. I love silly. I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, the Breath let's... of the Wild Groose. People wanted Groose the first time. Fix that issue. Groose. Let's have Groose. <laughs> that would be amazing. Breath of the Wild Vati, Breath of the Wild Aghanim. Like, there's so many. Yeah, yeah. there's so many mm. possibilities here. I yeah. mean, yeah, I I, th- I think that there's obviously going to be more with that. Um, but the uh, data miners always fascinate me. They're always the first to just get in there and just learn things about games. And I, I kind of like that. And then on the other side, I don't because we don't know how true this is. Yeah. And it could was, just be yeah. something that they scrapped. You know, that's entirely possible. So that, I yeah. try not to get my That was up. kind of my thinking because they are unused voice mm. clips. Just because they weren't used yeah. doesn't mean they were like saving for something later. It could be just, eh, we scrapped it, but if we get rid of it, all of a sudden these six things break. So Yeah, like yeah. Well and as we all know, possible. people love to, you know, set their expert or hinge their expectations on, you know, what uh, unused content like this, right? Like just mm-hmm. because this is unused content and now it's been data mined, people are going to say, Oh, well this is coming now. They owe they owe us this DLC. Yeah. This is coming. And then if it does turn uh. out just to be unused content, then people are like, Well, they screwed us over. They lied. It's not how that works yes. at all. But yeah. but I, I do think that this is DLC. I don't think it's just going to be unused content, personally. It's yeah. Open. It would be really weird for this game not to get DLC. I mean, given Koei yeah. Tecmo's past and given that, you know, it's it's an incredibly successful game already. Like, they're going to want to keep... People will pay for more content from this game. I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm only two hours into this game, and I, I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to... D- just sell me all the things. I'm happy for it. I'm I'm there. It, Hyrule Warriors is very good about it. that. Mm. I it's I got me so in, like all those characters. Yes, I'll take. <laughs> Plus yeah. all those maps <laughs> they included too, with just so much content. Which, um, that, I'm not quite sure what they do here. I guess just fill out the map more with these sections, or maybe they'll go nuts with having like a uh, what was that island? Even Tide Island. DLC mm. like a mission zone there where it's like super That'd hard or cool. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm all for it. I think that uh, I I can't wait for us to have our discussion about this game because it's really hard to get into like the meat and potatoes of this game without like wanting to just expand upon it for an hour or two. But um, <laughs> yeah, I want to try to. Get, I'm I'm trying. I'm working on it. It just there's all it's a it's a lot all you gotta do is take a whole weekend off and play it the entire time man that's that's it it's super simple yeah super Super, i think no biggie i I think i clocked in and i was trying i i don't know where it is in the game there's an in-game timer that tells you exactly how long you you've been playing for and Mm. i tried to find it after i beat the game and suddenly i've just lost my ability to locate it i even googled it Uh, and i was like i don't know where the hell it is it's, it's it's under gallery is it? Hold on. Oh, yeah. that's what it it's is. under gallery. Go all the way to the right. I just remembered. I have you? Did you do any of the side quests, Steve, or did you just um, go I, straight through the story? So I basically crit path the hell out of the game. I decided yeah. that. I mean, if you're not reviewing it, do you have to do the side quest? <laughs> but um, my my point was, I just wanted. I I always do this in Warriors games. I go through the main story, and then if I find I'm underleveled or having difficulty, then I'll grind out side quests until I'm back up to where I'm just OP and killing everything. And fortunately, mm-hmm. with uh, at least in my experience with Age of Calamity, you don't have to do that very much. Like if you go through like the main quest line, all your characters will be at a at an appropriate level for all the main story missions. And th- right. the weird thing is like. The side quests, in general, don't have higher requirements than the the main story stuff. So it's it's not like right. there's there's a ton of value in in doing it that way. But I mean, I actually enjoyed the game a lot more than I expected. So I'm I, I can't wait for us to come to the discussion table for this one and, and talk Me about too. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know noticed that some quests like ah here's how you get these costume pieces for Link. I'm like yes. Yeah, costume, costume pieces are really cool. I like the uh, the ability to dress to dress Link up and and change his outfits and stuff. But 
Uh, ultimately, I was like, yeah, I just want to see what happens. Like, that's what I came through uh, for. So yeah. 17 mm. hours, 18 minutes is what it took me to beat the game. Like, not bad. Just okay. well, yeah, it's not bad. No, I've been doing some side quests. Yeah, I've been so doing. I, I've been I should probably, yeah, doing some just to like get that experience and see what the different quests are like. And there's, you know, see how similar it is because it, it really does have a different feel to the original Hyrule Warriors because there's not like play this three times in order to get this many kills, find the, all Which the sculptures, yes. and do, yeah. do all that. I don't like it is so stuff. much more yeah. streamlined and not yeah. Yeah. grindy for lack of a better word so mm. plus this game lets you play as mifa and the other hyrule warriors doesn't so it automatically it's a win it's a step up <laughs> yeah, yeah mifa, the, better, mifa is does play better than what is it rudo i i will say oh, absolutely yeah oh sorry andy were you gonna i was gonna say i gotta be honest in, in terms of i was sold on this game before i even played it just setting the game a hundred years before and, and creating this lore around a game i've already played I didn't even have to pick up the controller. I was in just holding the game case. I was like, yes, right. you know, yeah. I, I, that's a ge- <laughs> to me, that's a genius move. I don't want to go into it too much because you, you guys have, have got discussions about it, I'm sure. But my takeaway from it was like, that's a great place to set a story like that. And I'm in mm. straight away. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying my time with it. The big question I think everybody has when they first boot it up, though, is, of course, time travel. How do you mm, feel about yeah. it? Exactly. And we don't yet know how it. Well, Steve well, knows how it, Steve how knows, it turns but out. <laughs> you and I don't. And for me, what I'm, you know, like the thing that keeps keeps me going is: is this? How are they going to handle it? Is this a multiverse type thing where where this is a potential way things could have gone, or are they rewriting what we saw happen in Breath of the Wild? And I don't know yet. And I that's mm. I, I'm trying to just. I, I've marathon been, it so we can talk about it. I've I've been looking at it as so far up to this point as. Um, have a cute Eggy uh, to help you out, the, the little <laughs> mini guardian, because um, he is freaking adorable. And mm-hmm. uh, it also allows them to go get to that level of craziness. So everybody can use the Sheikah slate, and so we can have like a guardian fight, so we can do all these things that you kind of know yeah. from Breath of the Wild in this past era. era right. And explain as, it. As long Speaking. as the Zelda timeline doesn't get any more confusing oh, I'm okay yeah. I think everybody it. gave up especially <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry nah. about it like I personally put it after Twilight Princess but it, other people talk about Convergence just because the Koroks are there and whatnot. I'm like mm. I think no. don't, don't think about it yeah. <laughs> I think he was just speaking like not the, uh, speaking of the Sheikah Slate can we just chat for a second about how OP Mifa's bomb ver- her, the, her oh, version gosh, of her yeah. bomb move is it's Stupid! How good it is. Oh, Mifa, so Mifa in general is OP because she can chip away oh, yeah. someone's she like really stun is. meter with ease. Like, yeah, wow. if you she if heals you... herself with specials. Yeah, she exactly. heals herself. She can <laughs> use her waterfall attack to like hop up to any enemy's head and hit their weak point so that they just get stunned super fast. Like, she is ridiculous in this game. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Rivali's taken me a bit to get a handle on just because of his switch up between ground and aerial combat. And because he's a terrible person. Oh, sorry. That's well, I, that's yeah, yeah I'm sensing like this. Although, I will say, the music in his to his uh, mission and what happens in his mission, so good. Like, his the way that they somehow found a way to improve on his music, and I can't... Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> the music in the game in general You're, you're in for some really good, good stuff, uh, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm literally at the start. I haven't... Uh, whoever, who have I got? You get Impa. Um, Zelda's with me now. So I, ha- I have all this to come. I'm, I'm okay, okay, so yeah. you're basically at the point where you're recruiting the guardi- the, uh, all right. the champions. I think so. So, yeah. so we, we should probably yeah. steer away from this to, to avoid spoiling it. Spro- for, yeah, not only our we still have a lot of news. Well. Yeah, yeah, and we have like, you know, yeah. five more stories to go. Uh, let's, go. So let's go ahead and throw <laughs> the next story up on the screen. I have all right. About this. So, so mm. this is this is going to be definitely more of a Ash and Derek thing. But uh, Square Enix <laughs> has announced that Saga Frontier is being remastered with updated graphics, events, cutscenes, and enhancements for PS4, Switch, Steam, iOS, and, and Android, and it launches next summer. So, uh, yeah, Saga Frontier. It's a it's a saga that happens on the frontier. <laughs> We're <laughs> guessing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I don't know much about the saga series. I know we have that collection coming, uh, well, pretty much this month now, since we're basically about to hit December. Um, but I've, I this is the saga that made me aware of the saga series because I saw it in magazines all the time. I don't remember it getting great reviews either, but 
its art style always stood out to me because it's so freaking colorful. And I don't know. I don't know what's up where all of a sudden this push to, for the Saga series came from from Square. Like, all of a sudden in the summer next year, we're getting The World Ends With You and Saga. Okay. Right. Yeah. It, so the Saga games have always been more of a kind of a, an acquired taste, I think. They're, they're definitely um, atypical gameplay-wise, and you can see that going back to the original Saga games, you know, uh, known here as the uh, Final Fantasy Legend games. But Saga Frontier, I first played back when I had, I, I didn't think Squaresoft could do any wrong, Squaresoft at the time. And I was like, oh, I've enjoyed every Square, Square game I've ever played. And then I played Saga Frontier, and I bounced off it hard. And, and it's just not my thing. It's a oh. little bit too esoteric for me. However, the fact that it is that esoteric has given it its own cult following. And what's cool about this is they are actually taking this remaster as a chance to add back in an eighth playable character that got cut from the original. So for hardcore fans, this is like the director's cut version of Saga Frontier that adds back in content that like was very clearly meant to be in the game but got pulled out at the last second. So That's cool. I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, like I think yeah. it's pretty cool. I don't know if, if this remaster is going to make me a fan of the game per se, but I think it's cool that it's being brought back. My question is, and this is purely, purely selfish, but if they can remaster Saga Frontier of all games... I know where you're going and I like it. <laughs> Wait for yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> right? And, and if they can you know, finally announce a sequel to The World Ends With You all this time later... Why can't we get Chrono Trigger remaster? I'm not even asking for break anymore. I'm not even asking for Chrono Break anymore. But why can't we just get a remaster of Chrono Trigger? That's really my only question. Amen. Or anything. Mm. Like, I don't understand. You know there has to be more money in a Chrono project for them I wonder, than a Saga Frontier But I feel like they, have, might have to, they might feel they have to sink, sink more money into a Chrono project than a true, Saga project. True. It could be that. True. Do you think there's any possibility that Akira Toriyama somehow holds some of the rights to his... Well, he works with Square all the time on Dragon Quest. Yeah, Class. he's still doing yeah, char- exactly. like monster design. So it's not like design. the relationship there has soured, yeah. I just wonder if maybe it's it's the fact that they know they won't be able to get the original Dream Team back together and they just don't feel like it's worth even trying because if they don't get that Dream Team back together, maybe they don't think it's worth, you know drawing the fans potential ire but look if I yeah it's worth it. if toyotaro can do dragon ball then <laughs> square can get different people to to make chrono trigger a remake of chrono trigger yeah i mm-hmm. i think i think the game yeah. is so well established that it it would be very difficult to like make a bad remake of it you know like it's such a good base game I mean, mm-hmm. don't, don't get me wrong. If anyone could do a bad remake of Chrono Trigger, it would be Square. <laughs> but sure. I, yeah. I, I, it's I a fine give, line. I mean, <laughs> after what they did with Final Fantasy VII, I, I'm willing to give them my trust. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. A, not a fan. Of, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, I, th- I thought you were going to go a different way with that. I thought you were going to go... <laughs> I thought you were going to hate on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Chrono Trigger is obviously the more popular title, and I think maybe they're just trying to... I think there's a sense recently of bringing older games to a newer generation. Uh, just people that had no, I've never heard of this game. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, and <laughs> so, so in, you know, I, I saw the trailer and my biggest question was of what part of this is considered a remake? Cause uh, it's obviously pixel art graphics. So, it, you know, uh, having no experience with the original, I, there's nothing to, for me to compare. So I'm just, I mean, if you were to look at the two side by side, I mean, obviously the the remaster still has the original's overall visual style, but it does Mm -hmm. look a lot better. Like if you were to look at the two side by side. To be fair, this also reawakens the debate of what is a remaster versus a remake. Oh, this this one. They they are calling this a remaster. Basically, I think you can think of this as Saga Frontier HD. Yeah. Yeah. The same as the the Grandia remakes. That that being said. But also like... I love this PlayStation, like, late 90s RPG art style. I was about to say that. Yes. Like, the PS1 vibes are so strong with the visuals and the music in that trailer, and I love it. It's just so, so thoroughly PS1. And, I mean, if if they can remaster, like, given, like, Saga Frontier HD, you just said it, it looks kind of like that. Imagine what they could do with Xenogears. Oh, oh yeah. imagine if they put in the cut content from Xenogears back in. Whoa, I just thought about that. <laughs> oh my god, imagine if they did Xenogears director's cut and it oh was like god. That would be the hypest thing. Get, like oh my get Monolith like actually work with Monolith Soft and let them do it. Like oh my yeah. god. 
let uh, Mitsuda remaster the whole soundtrack with like a full orchestra. Can you? Oh my God, that's just, <laughs> that would actually be standing tall and shaking the heavens. That would be. So can we sign you up for huge. fifty fifty thousand copies? Just you, just to get yeah, just to yeah. push that one through. Yeah, because I think that's what it, it, well, it, it yeah. always hinges on that kind of thing. It's just how, how many yeah. of these can we sell? And I think if if they don't foresee something like that being a hit, um, it's, I, I really think it takes. Um, fans to vote with their wallets I, you know it's amazing how many games um people wish for like decades past and it's just like we're never yeah. gonna get da, 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 da. like shenmue 3 for instance is one that always uh, into my head the, the way that came about you know it's yeah. like um, that is i don't know if they want to go that route with things but um once once the fans speak out and they say we want this thing um i don't know anything's possible i guess these days I- True. I need to at some point have a long talk about Shenmue Three with someone. I that is the only game announcement that like made me cry. Like I mean, it was <laughs> it was my first E three, and I was invited to the Sony party, you know. And I was I, because it was my first E three. I was like early for everything, so like I was in the front row of the insanely hot room when they announced Shenmue Three, and I remember like. I mean, that they announced Shenmue 3 and the Final Fantasy VII Remake at the same damn time, and it was my first mm. E3, and I was like, E3 is the most magical thing in the world. I will never skip I it. I can see why <laughs> you cried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember, yeah. because I remember the order of events. Like, I was like, that's Final Fantasy VII music. Oh, my God, that's Final <laughs> Fantasy VII music. And I was like, nothing could ever top this. And then Wait. fucking Yu Suzuki <laughs> comes out, and I'm like, Oh no! I was like, I, I was shaking my friend, who is one of our uh, executive producers. Uh, so Jay Acosta, our executive producer, was with me at this E3, and <laughs> nice. I was like shaking him, and he's like, "Dude, what's wrong with you?" And I was like, "They're about to announce Shenmue 3. I was like, "No, no, no! This isn't happening. Like, there's no way this is real." <laughs> and I'm like mm. hyperventilating, and like they announced it, and I was like, "We need to leave right now, so I can pledge every bit of money in my bank account to this damn Kickstarter." <laughs> and Man. I still regret nothing. The, the fact that, oh, the, that oh, yeah, that that's E3 that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you about Shamu Three. Um, I I couldn't get into it. I love the first Man. two games. I couldn't get into so, it. Dude. So so there's there's some things that I would love to have like a much longer discussion about this. But I my quick like thirty second thoughts on this are that it. It feels exactly like Shenmue. Like, it feels like yes. if I jumped back 20 years in time or 18 years in time and got a Shenmue mm-hmm. 3 on my Dreamcast, that it would have played exactly like this. And that is both a blessing and a curse for this game. Because it's, <laughs> it's a blessing in the sense that, like, for those moments when I played it, I was like, holy shit, nothing has changed. I am back. You know, the journey continues. I love it. And then at the same time, I was like, but th- does this really capture the spirit of Shenmue? Because Shenmue, for its time, was a very boundary-pushing game. Like, the mm-hmm. it pushed the boundaries of gameplay. It pushed them, especially from a visual tech, tech standpoint. And Shenmue 3 does neither of those things. It takes, you know, old-style <laughs> gameplay and middling visuals and marries them to, to something that, for someone like me who who actually lived through the 18 year long wait for it it feels incredible but at the same time i look at this and as somebody who wants the series to thrive i go this isn't going to pull new people in at all (laughs) so i I gotta say sad yeah i saw the donkey video on shinmu 3 and there there's a part in, in the video where i think it's like uh rio is examining a cabinet he's like looking for things in an antique store and he's got to like the player has to examine each like each thing object one by one mm-hmm. by one, and it's there mm-hmm. like these yep. slow and and like and I appreciated Shenmue and Shenmue Two back in the day. Don't get me wrong, but I do think that maybe Shenmue Three tried a little too hard to yeah uh, harken yeah. back to those days and not <laughs> well, and not implement some quality of life features. The thing is, when you're yep. playing Shenmue One in 1999 or 2000, based on where you were. You're looking at that and you're like, whoa, they rendered yeah. everything in this cabinet. Like, yeah. every single thing is an object. Yeah. In, in 2020, you're like, yeah, so what? <laughs> like, I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest problem is back then, the slowness of Shenmue 1 and 2 was down to limitations, I feel. And in trying to capture the essence of what those games were, you're kind of putting those limitations on what is essentially a modern game. And it just feels 
off, and I just I could I desperately wanted to push myself through it, but I I did maybe three hours, and I I'm just. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I, maybe I, I need to go back and give it a chance. I don't know, but uh, you, mm. the story is is really excellent. I've played through it twice. Oh, really? <laughs> that's like that's like seventy hours of my life, but I've done it. Um, oh, wow. That being said, I I have to cut myself off because if I yeah. if yeah. this this will become a very Shenmue three episode if I keep talking. Yeah, let's so, move on. And I have nothing to offer with that. Yeah, so. yeah. So let's let's yeah. get our next story on the screen. I have a feeling Derek's going to have some stuff to offer here. Uh, so here we are, uh, Abra, or Abra and Kadabra are coming back to the Pokemon, or can come back to the Pokemon collectible mm-hmm. card game, thanks to shyster and magician Uri Geller finally releasing his hold <laughs> on the idea of a spoon being bent. Uh, so I guess you can you can suss out how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he, 20 years ago, decided that he owned the idea of, of bending a spoon with his mind. I'm sure he really does that, and mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. and sued the Pokemon company, and they just decided to back off. They're like, "Hey, it ain't Pikachu; it's freaking Kadabra." Like, well, yeah. we'll, let, we'll you <laughs> win. Okay, you, you can know, have him. The the glass cannon psychic type of the original games that was basically if you didn't have Mewtwo, Kadabra, and Alakazam were your go tos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean, I was always more of a Mewtwo guy, but um, young. I I believe I guess they are more closely linked. To Uri Geller or Yuri Geller, however you say his name, Uri Geller, I believe, um, mm-hmm. in Japan, where the name is Young Geller for Kadabra, which mm-hmm. okay, that's that's a little too close. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, th- 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 they basically are saying, which they never hid the fact that he was the inspiration. Yeah, I mean, I right. get it, but at the same time. I look at Kadabra and I don't go, I know exactly who that looks like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the only connecting thing is the spoon thing and, and psychic. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing until I I was scrolling through Twitter and saw this. And I was like, same. Really, dude? Really? Yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah, I had heard, heard of this a long time ago, but it'd been so like, it'd been such a thing that long ago. There's like, oh, right. And you just kind of forget about it. And I'd have, Everything else now happening is like, oh, okay. And because I'm not that too big into the TCG, like I never even realized that's, that's yeah, what thing. that was a thing. It's just something yeah. you forgot about. My question like, oh, is, yeah. my question is, why is Alakazam fair game? He's got two spoons. Like, why? Yeah. Or they have two spoons. Like, why? Does, yeah. Uri Geller never. Uri Geller never had two spoons. He wasn't multi-talented. Well, then you have Mega Alakazam <laughs> yeah. who has like ten spoons around him in like a Buddha pose. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was just the single spoon is the more of his thing, which is why yeah. they focused on Kadabra. Yeah, I, I mean, wonder uh, what made Geller change his mind. Like, I mean, because this guy's was obviously kind of a dickhead, and like, why fading relevant? Fa- yeah. Oh, it could be that. It could <laughs> yeah, be that. Good point. I think the yeah. I think the accepted thing is that uh, so many fans just bugged the hell out of this guy that he was like, "Fine, just." And then he spoke to the the head of the company and was like, "Can we? It's okay. You can have him now." Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the kind of <laughs> consensus on this. Yeah. So, so to bring oh. this back to a more good vibes kind of place. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, l- l- real, yes. real quick, Luxiel in the chat mentioned we have they haven't there hasn't been a TCG card for Kadabra in decades due to that this yeah. whole thing. That's the big thing. Wow. And apparently, according to Geller, it was his grandchildren begging him that made it switch. Oh, right. really? That's yeah, that's funny. Right. That's I was going to say, you know, it, it does end up in a good place. Like he apologized for doing this too. like he says, mm-hmm. I'm truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago. Kids and grownups. I am releasing the ban, which seems a little self-important, but OK. Mm. It's now all up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love. To yeah, all. I yeah. also like that. My yeah, Kadabra like, card. What an, uh, mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the guy. He's an unsavory character. Um, yeah. And he definitely doesn't bend spoons <laughs> with his mind. I mean, no, no nobody does. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, hey, um, I mean, speak for yourself, man. I've been known to bend a few spoons with my mind in my time. I'm just I think saying. you've bent your mind with something you procured from a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> anyway, that's our. Before that's, we move on, does that qualify uh, sorry, as a mega Steve. mention? <laughs> sorry, I don't no. think so. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't at think all. so. <laughs> um, uh, just really quick to address something in the chat that Charlie Bird said when we were talking about Square Enix remakes. Uh, didn't people dislike the Secret of Mana remake? Yes, and if you haven't mm. played Secret of Mana, 
play the original. Please don't play the remake or remaster or whatever the hell you really? want to call it. It sucked. Yeah. That's really disappointing because we played it at E3 and the demo, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not a big Secret of Secret of Mana guy, but I thought mm. it was fun. I enjoyed the demo. It the, the gameplay is 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 all right. It's everything around it like it's you can tell visually it's it's a like the budgetist budgetiest of budget titles yeah. and they somehow managed to t- take one of the most beloved 16-bit soundtracks of all time and like ruin 90% of it. It, it, it's it's astonishing yeah. just how bad the remade music is in the Secret oh, of no. remake. So that's really play the, well. Ass. Although you can play the remake with the original soundtrack. So if you're going to play the remake, at least play with the original music. But just play the. You original. know what? That's I I like that. That's a fair compromise. I like when mm. developers yeah. do that because it's some things aren't to everybody's taste, and it's nice to have the option. So that's cool. Same. Right. Oh, and Good the voice that. acting is is atrocious. Like. It, this is no Trials of Mana remake. Trials of Mana is a legit good game remake. Mm. This one, yeah. yeah, not so much. Oh well, but, I know uh, that feeling. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. Just as we're getting ready to swap topics, I'm like, "All right, Steve, what do we got?" And I was like, "Sorry, kid." <laughs> yeah, my yeah. my my, my kid told me it was time for us to switch topics. All right, yay! Nice. There we go. <laughs> so let's go Cute. ahead and move on. Let's go to story number four. All right, so this comes from uh, Karumi Mori from Bloomberg, who I didn't know until today that Bloomberg just owns at business on Twitter. Good move. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nice. Wow. Uh, so she, she shared some uh, photos. It's official. The very first Super Nintendo World is opening on February 4th in Osaka, Japan. And she got to actually tour Super Nintendo World, took some pictures, and uh, mentions that the Mario Kart attraction is called Koopa's Challenge. It's located inside Bowser's Castle. And she says that the castle is really cool. There's themed walls, doors, banners, etc. Like, they went all out on this. And apparently, um, there's some type of augmented reality um component to the Mario Go- Kart ride. Goggles, yeah. Like they, they, wear, they, they show right. it. They have a hat. They have the Mario oh, wow. hat with the goggles going down like in front yeah. of your eyes. And so with that yeah. you can like throw shells at other carts and stuff like that. No. Yes. Yeah. And there's no guarantee on. that you'll be in first place each time you ride. And they say if every time you ride it's a different experience. I it's love like, it. That is so cool, and I'm so that jealous, and I want to go such... to Japan so bad. <laughs> yeah. But that's I find such a Nintendo wondering... thing. It is, mm, and I find myself so wondering Nintendo. how similar, how similar or not, this might be to Mario Kart VR because I got to play that well, last time I was in Japan, and it was really cool. But it was the same track over and over again, so it was obviously mm. very much a proof of concept. So I'm mm. wondering just how similar the two experiences will be because you know, for what it was, it was gimmicky. But Mario Kart VR was cool, and you actually could like see shells you were holding in your hand and throw them at people. So that's it so sounds cool. similar, and I'm guessing yeah. it'll be like a more refined, even cooler version of that. I mean, there's different sections of tracks that you'll end up going through. I think it's different each time. Like mm-hmm. They're really trying to change up what happens, which to encourage people to write it again and again. They said it's about five minutes long. Uh, okay, going through more of this, um, they explained those power-up bands that you get, that, that the Mario-themed ones. Uh, and the main challenge, it's a cost about 30 bucks, uh, you know, after Woof. Uh, exchange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The main challenge is to work your way through the games located throughout the area to collect three keys. Waiting for you at the, if waiting for you is a dramatic boss battle with Bosch, Bowser with Bowser Junior. Jump, punch, and use your entire body and all your instincts to win. So something fun for the kids, where you like they get to fight Bowser Junior in some way. The thing for That's me is like wild. Bowser Junior and dramatic don't go together for me ever. I don't think I've ever seen a dramatic boss fight with Bowser Junior. <laughs> yeah, but Bowser Junior no, by no. definition is not dramatic. Yeah, now, but hey, now you can make it dramatic. You but now it's kids you. versus kids. It was yeah. Mario. Mario is beating up a child. Now it's kids right. taking on a child. Yeah. That's gonna feel like <laughs> right. This is yeah. taking a dog turn. <laughs> yeah. um, apparently, Yoshi's Adventure Ride may also be interactive. The official description says guests will climb atop Yoshi's back and follow Captain Toad on a treasure hunting adventure. Captain Toad has forgotten his treasure map. Guests need to find the three colored eggs that lead the way to the golden egg. So it's cool. perfect. Right. That sounds yeah, amazing. I'm just seeing this stuff and it's like, like I wanted to go. I was interested, but seeing it actually all there, it's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's too bad that we won't be able to. It would have been nice if we could have somehow all gone, you know, to Japan together for the launch. You know, I don't know if that would have actually been possible, but it would have been nice to at least have the option. But of course, with coronavirus, it's mm. not even an option. I was about to say, are we uh, which, even allowed to leave the country yet? No, we're not. Only to certain places, and Japan is not one of them. Um, mm. But this leads me to my mega mention of the day, because coronavirus also prevented me from going to Japan to play Rockman VR, which is only there for a limited time, and I don't think it's there anymore. But you actually Uh. got to step into the shoes of Mega Man or Rockman and, like, shoot your own Mega Buster, which sounds bad when I I say it out loud, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I hope I know you what know. you mean. <laughs> you you could have yeah. done this in that first-person first first shooter version of uh, Mega Man X that got canceled. Could have oh, had the Maverick how Hunter. How, well, how dare you even bring up Maverick Hunter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what drives <laughs> you know. me crazy is that there's a lot of these uh, really cool like VR apps that are put out as like one-time amusement things like Rockman VR or Mario Kart VR. And mm-hmm. if you've ever been to one of those, they run on standard ass, like available off the shelf VR sets that you could get for a PC. Like the Nintendo or Bandai, I think, was involved with Mario Kart or Capcom could sell these attraction VR things for you to play in your own home. They just choose yeah. not to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's because they can charge a premium and it's just. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. Like, you could pay mm-hmm. 30 bucks to go play it for a few minutes, but if you told me, like, hey, Mario Kart VR, an official licensed Mario Kart VR for $70, it would it would probably be a waste of money, but I'd still pay it. Like, I would yeah. absolutely pay it without yeah, that'd be really good, but yeah. 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 So I mean, I, I would I'm totally sure... pay that for Rockman VR. Yeah, I like mean, I would probably pay that for for Rockman VR too. Even though I'm not a huge Mega Man person, I would I would still like right. oh an established game that I love in VR. Sign exactly. me up. Like yeah. even if it's yeah. bad, sign me up. Mm. <laughs> so. yeah. I'll you, play the you, bad ones, the good ones. Yeah, whatever. you've got at yeah. least ten attempts to burn me on this before I get wise. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, uh, so. That's good. Unfortunately, we won't be able to. Bottom go to line Super is, Nintendo we all want to go, and I think uh, the construction in Universal uh, the, in Florida has been indefinitely put on hold. Yeah, I will go to this as soon as I can. Like I have plans. At least, yeah, uh, I have plans in 2022 to go to Japan anyway. Um, I'm hoping nice. that next year I can find my way over there as well if if we're allowed to. Um, but yeah, looks neat. That raises yeah. the question, like. If if you were allowed to go with with everything as it is now, I, I right now I don't know if I'd want to. I'm wondering yeah, what that they, opening yeah, experience is actually going to be like. They did say they're going to be wiping down things after every ride and uh, making yeah, sure everything yeah. is sterilized. Yeah. And, I mean, and uh, yeah. Japan has it under control way more than I mean, the states. Yeah, I was about mm. to say I hate to say it, but we're kind of the the bad egg. We're the here. problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think even if we were allowed to, just out of sheer courtesy, I would wait until there is a vaccine, you know, tested yeah. and available that would make it safer, not only for me, but for other people. You know, I'm not going to exactly. be mm-hmm. potentially be a, a vector for this thing and then mm-hmm. just freely go to a, another country and be like, hey, what's up, guys? Let's let's go to a theme park. And, and yeah, and, and I don't know if I've got you're playing with fire there because you're yeah. getting on that. You're going to an airport. You're sitting yeah. on a plane for how many hours mm-hmm. with people and then into another airport. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Shiny Turkey in the chat says Osaka and Japan have also had surges lately. So, yeah, I guess I'm not going there anyway. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I see. I don't know how strict they're going to be on this. Uh, when is it? February 21st? Is that the date? When February 4th. I February 4th. OK. Yeah. 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 That seems incredibly close for what's going on globally. I, I'm not sure they can stick to that. I can see that being pushed back. Uh, but, uh, you know, all the best of them. I hope it goes really yeah. well. I'm, Ho- I'm excited for when things relax, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jared Edinger, Edinger in the chat uh, says they live close to Universal LA, so figure they'll just wait until uh, until it opens there. Same. I was actually going to say the same thing. And also, Jared, I didn't know we lived so close together. I live like fifteen minutes away from Universal LA, so <laughs> I didn't even know you were <laughs> nice. a fellow Angelino. So, so LA represent. Nice. There you go. All right. Yeah. We've got we've got two stories in no time. So let's go ahead and jump <laughs> into the next one real quick. Nice. I'm gonna throw it on the screen now. All right, so real quick, this one this one is plain and simple. Doom Eternal is coming to Switch on December 8th, surprising no one. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, we, we knew it was coming, we just didn't know when. <laughs> yeah, we, we teased yeah. it right here on the show, I want to say last week. 
Um, yeah, this is the date that I had uh, that had been told to me previously. So Doom Eternal, surprise! Uh, it's coming. I, I, I was impressed by the trailer. I watched the Switch trailer, and I'm assuming that that was like Switch graphics. I actually went back and so. played a little bit more of Eternal on Xbox today just to kind of refresh my memory. And I was like, yeah, okay, looks worse, but only marginally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the case of the original Doom 2016, and people still really enjoyed it. Plus, it has those gyro controls, which right. John was obviously, obviously really happy about on Twitter. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we knew it was coming eventually. I know there were some rumors going around that it had been canceled. Uh, I think they were squashed pretty quickly. But yeah, mm-hmm. I watched the trailer. I agree with you, Steve. And obviously, it looks worse, but not is much worse as it maybe should have looked. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with what they pulled off here, just like I was impressed with what they pulled off in the Switch version of Dune 2016. So um, yeah. while gyro controls are nice, I will say this does seem like the kind of game I would prefer to play on PS4 or Xbox just because, you know, I, I did just get that 4K TV, so I'm like, yeah. I, I've been double dipping on certain games like Streets of Rage 4, like that has 4K HDR. So now that I have one, I'm like, oh, now I actually see the value in not just buying the Switch version because I can actually play in 4K. Yeah. Yeah, there Doom especially like I I'll be curious to see how the Switch version runs. We'll have to pick it up or something when it comes out, but um Doom is like a high speed action FPS, you know, like it it feels good yeah. just running between demons and slaughtering them and ripping stuff apart and uh I played Doom 2016 on the Switch and while I liked it, it it felt like it was built for handheld mode, whereas, you know, the proper console, ver- proper console, I'm using that somewhat facetiously, yeah. versions were, were built for, like, playing on your big screen TV with, you know, all the high fidelity, like, quick mm. action stuff, low load times, that kind of thing. Um, but both versions are excellent. So I I am deeply curious to see how well Doom Eternal runs on the Switch, but it would be more of a curiosity for me at this point, because I'm going to still sure. want to play it, like, you know, at its best possible representation. But that being said, uh, as Luxiel said in the chat, like if there was Isabel DLC for yeah, Doom, I was about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I am in. Uh-huh. Like, oh my god, that would be other version. That would be enough. Yes, that would <laughs> so be enough good. for me easily. Yeah, mm. just just treat it like um, make it all candies and rainbow. Like make it uh, like Super Noah's Ark 3D. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just I, yeah. I just want to replace the enemies with villagers and have Isabel be the collector for their for their missed payments. Like, villagers with axes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need axes and, sl- and slingshots. Yeah. <laughs> Nook says your past due. <laughs> oh god. I love it. <laughs> all right. That's amazing. So, let's let's move on to our final story of the night. Here's what we have. So this is this is kind of a, a small smaller story. Uh, November 2020 Xbox console update bin, begins rolling out on series consoles. So basically, um, you get you get more dynamic background options. Uh, now it'll tell you if auto HDR works on in a backwards compatible game. Um, optimized for XS badges are available but that's kind of interesting and then you can preload game pass games so it's not a huge update it's kind of neat um not a lot to talk about here but i do find one of the bullet points strange it says that it'll tell you if a game is optimized for xbox series consoles but as far as i know that's already there like i mean when Maybe I'm, it's more obvious <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know how it could become more obvious i skimmed this article because i was like okay you know this isn't like a huge like breaking kind of story but um if you look at I mean, optimized games there's like a big ass badge on the on the icon that says hmm. like optimized for xbox you know and i'm like okay cool mm. i mean you can also hmm. sort by them but auto hdr is one of the things i find interesting i haven't been playing a lot of old console games on my xbox just enough and i have no clue if auto hdr is on or off or <laughs> what it's doing <laughs> I, I turned off the feature just because i was like i don't even know when it's working and when it's not so um it'll tell you na- now yeah you now <laughs> if i know a game supports it i might actually toggle it on see if i like it and if i don't i'll turn it back off again but i'm, yeah, I'm really not al- there for like the old old games yeah it's already um, doing better than um the uh switch update in one aspect with those dynamic themes yeah yeah <laughs> that's always that right. yeah that is that yeah. is the one thing i'm excited about because the themes are themed after previous xbox consoles 
And what mm. they showed Ooh. off in the in the little thing mm. was there was one that was based on the 360 Blades interface. And I was, I was like, about to ask. I, I like that. <laughs> like, I, I, it doesn't that? change the okay. interface, but it gives you like a background that kind of evokes that mm. same vibe, which I like. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. if they ever just say, hey, we're bringing back Blades, I'll buy a second Xbox out of solidarity. <laughs> Seriously, that might actually get me to that or a Banjo-Kazooie remake might get me to buy an Xbox Series <gasps> X or S. Bring back the yes. Blade. We should start a hashtag. Hashtag bring back the blades. Go do it oh, now. Man. <laughs> yeah. There we go. If you, yeah. if you all yeah. want to tweet that, uh, Z Patty with a uh, Ripple Gang, which he so he knows exactly which one I'm talking about. There's like a Xbox 360 style Ripple background that mm. I'm definitely going to bring that back. <laughs> Rob Arman X hashtag bring back blades hashtag Mega Mention. <laughs> I don't know. That should be bring How, back Blade Man now. If we're if it's a bring, Mega Mention. Oh wow. Blade <laughs> yeah. 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 Of course, and, there's a Blade Man. We brought it full circle like Blade Man's blades. Nice. So I think that wraps up our our news. We we had a long one today because we went deep with that Switch OS demo. Right. <laughs> um. So before before we take off or sign off or hop into the post show, whatever you want to call it, um, Andy, why don't you tell hmm. us more about where we can find you? Okay, so you can find me on YouTube at a start show. Uh, it's not at a start show. That's my Twitter. Um, you can find me just by typing in "son of a glitch." Uh, it's really easy to find. Um, and for those who don't know, I cover just the random buggy things that happen in a lot of games, both old and new. Um, although it is becoming a lot harder to cover new stuff because we have day one patches and the patch a week later, and it's, it's very difficult. But you can but, cover um, Spider yeah. Brick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that is is you know the kind of thing that you'll see just just things bugging out, and T poses and A poses and just the craziness of games and it's something that people seem to enjoy. So hopefully you guys will enjoy it too. Very cool. nice. That's all nice. I got to say on that. <laughs> I I need to catch up on Son of a Glitch. Like I used to watch it religiously, and I find that I have very little time to watch anything religiously anymore. Yes. Yeah, but I've always enjoyed them, and I think you've been Same. featured on, like, Kotaku, I want to say, like, dozens of times at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, back in the day, it was kind of a novelty, and, and, and there wasn't really any other shows that were going into the kind of glitch thing, and I've been doing it for a long time now, and I think, uh, you know, for, for me personally, there's nothing that really surprises me anymore. Um, there are certain glitches that will always be fun. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it, they 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 were very good in the beginning of of kind of getting my stuff out there. I remember it being kind of difficult uh, to to really, you know, put my head above the parapet and be like, "Hey, this is a thing I'm doing now." So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I could certainly vouch for the show too. I'm a big fan as well, man. So you know, keep up Thanks, the great man. work. I enjoy the show. I have a little catching up to do, just like Steve. Not gonna lie, but I do watch it. Uh, and I make sure to watch every one uh, eventually. So keep up the great work, man. Uh, I love, love <laughs> <Yeah>. it. guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. So what, as we always say, <laughs> with that, we've covered all the major headlines from today's news. But before we sign off, we have to give special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier for helping make this show happen. In addition, a massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. Those fine folks are, as always, as follows. Rob, Arman X, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Adam O'Sullivan, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, OnStar, Dukemon, Diogo, Kieran Phillips, Benny Yao, My Mom, Hi Mom, Geller, Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael Phone, Mitchell Herring, Top Dog 23100, Jay Acosta, Game Explain, Charles Zaz, Andrew Medeiros, Jonathan Belmare, and Jonathan Belmare, last but not least. <laughs> uh, remember, you can join us over at patreon.com slash gvgaming to watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month. Anything you contribute, though, is greatly appreciated. Thank you all so much for watching. If you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. And until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, everyone. Night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.